Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to the Old Blokes Music Podcast, and this is podcast number 122, another 80s podcast. week's podcast which was more or less an hour dead on this is just slightly over the 90 minute mark and it will be taking in music spread across the whole of the 80s decade it will take in pop um out and out chart stuff it will take in uh more soulish stuff it will take in indie kind of stuff there'll be a bit of everything perhaps within reason so without much further ado let's get straight into it in the trees it's coming! Thank you. 
from the cradle bars comes a beckoning voice that's saying spinning you have no choice two tracks very distinctive female singers first up hounds of love by kate bush uh, from 1986 taken from the lp of the same name and then from 1981 susan the banshees and the single spellbound taken uh, i believe it was the first single released from their album juju right three more tunes now and i believe they're all from 1986 Here she comes.
I started off by saying uh, about distinctive voices. Well, the first of them three, again, to my ears anyway, was a di very distinctive voice. Bobby Gillespie and uh, Primal Scream and the single Velocity Girl. I'm sure I've played that on here before. Um, I'm sure I have. Anyway, after that was uh, a band called Laugh and a track called Paul McCartney. And then you just heard, including that loud sound, uh, sound effect at the end, Revolving Paint Dream and the song Flowers Are In The Sky. Laugh and Revolving Paint Dream are both taken from a compilation CD86. So, uh, three tracks, there you go, all from 86. Now, those of a nervous disposition and don't particularly have a penchant for pop, uh, now is the time to turn away, for, or at least fast forward perhaps 12 minutes, uh, because we're going to have three slices of pop from 82, 83 and 84.
Don't wish it away Don't look at it like it's forever Between you and me I could honestly say That things can only get better I'm not afraid of the dark. 
of pure 80s pop uh, first up Tony Basil and what appeared to be her second hit single first in this country but second hit single in 1982 which was actually um, 16 years after her first hit single and uh, I think my hazy recollections of uh, that song Mickey and the, the video is her in a cheerleader outfit dancing and with the pom-poms and everything. And I've, I've been doing a bit of research. She was 39 when that song came out, that single. And uh, people say how, you know, people of an older age don't get a, a crack at uh, doing what they want or achieving fame. I mean, or whatever. I mean, she was already famous to a degree I guess certainly not in this country but she was top 10 hit all over the world with that at the age of 39 not bad going eh anyway uh Elton John follows up with I guess that's why they call it the blues personally one of my favorite songs of his and I I, I just think lyrically 
him and Bernie Taupin, though I'm guessing Bernie Taupin should get the, the credit for the lyrics. It has got some great lyrics, that, and um, not going to be everyone's cup of tea. It's certainly not my cup of tea. It's probably more my um, um, a nice latte, something like that. Nice latte. It's not quite a cup of tea, but it's a nice latte. Anyway, and after that, Sunset Now by Heaven 17, taken from their uh, LP, How Men Are. And Heaven 17 pretty much ignored by and large in this country until uh, they had the, 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 the gig of producing Tina Turner's comeback single. I'm using the bunny ears quotation marks here. Quote, uh, comeback single, uh, Let's Stay Together. And they also done the backing vocals on that. Anyway, three more tunes now, all from 1980. And uh, not exactly the same either.
ties too wide. Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress trashy till you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's still rock and roll to me. What's the matter with the car I'm driving? Can't you tell that it's out of style? Should I get a set of white wall tires? Are you gonna cruise a miracle mile? Nowadays you can't be too sentimental. Your best bet's true, baby blue continental. Hot funk, cool punk, even if it's old junk, still rock and roll to me. different uh echo and the bunnyman and the track do it clean that i believe wasn't on the uk vinyl but appeared on the uk cassette i might be wrong if someone could clarify that i'd appreciate that after that the beat or the english beat as they're known in other countries and uh mirror in the bathroom uh, a single taken uh, from there i just can't stop it lp and then from glass houses billy joel and the single it's still rock and roll to me now this is pre uptown girl and all that sort of stuff and i think by and large it was the um that album that uptown girl was on whatever it's called innocent man i think that's what it's called that kind of all of a sudden put him in the british conscious big time you know I think prior to that, he was still quite an unknown quantity to most people over here on these shores. So uh, for me, it's a bit of fun. I mean, I've known it's still rock and roll to me and she's always a woman to me and whatever. But it's a bit of fun going back and exploring these people's back catalogue that you were blissfully unaware of. It's quite, quite interesting. 
Anyway, we're going to have one more tune, and uh, it's from 1982, and it is from an LP that was... What, how would you describe it? Epic. Phenomenal. A monster. I don't know, I don't know, but... Um, the song's about six minutes, three seconds long. It's going to be the longest song you've heard, I think, on this podcast, unless I'm mistaken. So uh, if it's not your bag, just skip forward six minutes, three seconds, and you will hear an instrumental, which will then take us into the second half of the podcast. I'll speak to you then. <laughs>
to the podcast. That was the House Martins and uh, a B-side called Who Needs the Limelight. Uh, and before that, the epic wannabe starting something by Michael Jackson, taken from the enormous, humongous, monstrous Thriller LP from 1982. Anyway, two tunes now. Um, one from 85, one from 88, and... They're both American bands. One, two, three, four. She don't wear no pants, she don't wear no tie. Always on the ball, she's always on strike. Strutting up the aisle, big deal you get.
First up from 1985 on the uh, LP Tim was The Replacements and the track Waitress in the Sky. Then after that you heard Galaxy 500 and the track Tugboat taken from their 1988 LP Today. Right, going to have two more tunes now, both from 1981 and uh, two tunes with three different artists featured in them. So what do you glean from that? Well, that will become obvious in time. Uh, also, uh, bearing in mind 1981, I would, I don't know, for my money, the three artists hadn't quite reached the, the peak of their careers. That was still to come. But by and large, they were still quite big artists. And I think that's what makes it even more mind-boggling is the fact that these artists were big in 1981, but they they were still to get bigger still. So uh, here goes, let's say two tracks from 1981, and they were both singles that year. <laughs> Thank you. 
Slashed and torn Genesis Queen and David Bowie were to get bigger still than they were in 1981 but for my money I think that's uh, a fair observation to make because Genesis uh, you heard the track 
Abacab. Uh, they still had to um, bring out the LP, Invisible Touch, which I think took them to another stratosphere of popularity. Uh, Queen David Bowie, whilst being big artists, Bowie had had um, Ashes to Ashes and a few other bits and pieces, but he, you know, he he wasn't matching the output of the early 70s that's for sure and they were still four years away both Queen and David Bowie from Live Aid and that one event seemed to then put them on a totally different level and uh, obviously uh, by at 1981 Bowie's Let's Dance LP hadn't come out um, what was Queen's massive one uh, A Kind of Magic I think that was uh, either that or what was it called The Works which was still to come, two LPs still to come, and they all kind of come in that mid-80s bit. So for my money, them three artists, Genesis, Queen, and David Bowie, like them or not, they were still to get bigger still. Anyway, we're now going to have three tracks, one from 87, one from 88, and one from 89.
the same tracks we started off with rem and uh, the track the one i love taken from their 1987 lp document and um in a similar scenario as uh, mr billy joel earlier uh they this was still four years before shiny happy people and uh it was that track shiny happy people that just seemed to then all of a sudden you know it's like they were like oxygen they was everywhere Prior to that, you, you weren't really aware of them. Um, and then suddenly, they were just everywhere. And then from 1988 and the LP Rough Night in Jericho, you heard Dream Surreal and the track Bearing Witness. And then from 1989, the Stone Roses and uh, the first single from their debut LP, uh, a track called Made of Stone. Right, we're going to have uh, two more slices of pop uh, no, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for three, three slices of pop, eighty-three, eighty-five, and eighty-seven.
once again I promise you three pieces of pop and I'd like to think I delivered from 1983 the Icicle Works and the single Love is a Wonderful Colour after that Kirsty McColl from 1985 and her cover version of Billy Bragg's A New England and then from 1987 Jimmy Somerville and the Reverend Richard Coles aka the Communards and their take on the classic Never Can Say Goodbye so there's still, I don't know, about 14 minutes of music to go and we're an hour and a half into the podcast. So it's like, oh God, we're going into extra time. Hang in there. Just going to have one slice of fun from 1986 and then it'll be a race to the finish line. Hey little girl, is your daddy home? Is he gone when you left you all alone? Got a bad desire. in the 80s around uh, 1986 when uh, that that song came out around that time just before and obviously just after there was a bit of uh, an explosion in um well i think over here they tend to call it psychobilly so it was like rockabilly but with a uh, perhaps a, a punk edge and uh, the band you just heard the guanabats often got lumped in to that category so um that was the guanabats and their take on the bruce springsteen classic i'm on fire for my money far better than Bruce's but you know don't shoot me that's just my opinion anyway two tracks now one from 1984 one from 1987 
unmistakable noise made by Morrissey, Marr, Rourke and Joyce, aka The Smiths, and that was their single Is It Really So Strange from 1987. Before that, The Pale Fountains, who later went on to become Shaq, and uh, the track Palm of My Hand, taken from their 1984 LP Pacific Street. So that is this week's podcast in a nutshell. It's about an hour and 40 minutes long now at the moment give or take a second or two and uh, i'm not going to go out with um joe 90 or another uh, instrumental piece of music but i am going to go out with something that um well come out about 1984 and then i think it was reissued again at a later date and as someone who lived through the 80s here in the uk i think it kind of it it says a lot about what not just this country but the world was going through at that time so anyway take care 
I'll speak to you all soon. As always, if you've enjoyed it, like, share, let me know. If you haven't enjoyed it, keep it to yourself. Keep it under your hat. Um, in fact, you know, write it down on a piece of paper. Dig down to the Earth's core. Bury it there. And then just fill that hole in afterwards, okay? I'd appreciate that. Speak to you all soon. Be-